Hey love, welcome to the show. My name is Devani. I've been in the mental health field for about five years and I have my master of social work. Every episode, you'll hear faith and psychology-based mindset and emotional wellness tools to help you start taking better care of yourself, feeling more present in your life and your business, and creating your life by design. Let's dig in. Hey love, welcome to the show. So excited that you're here. I have been so enjoying all of this focus on self-compassion this month on the podcast and over on Instagram. The reason why I'm focusing so much on this is because based off of conversations that I've been having, this is a huge theme that has been coming up. A huge theme of being really hard on ourselves, very hypercritical. And as a woman, who is trying to pursue the calling that God has placed on your heart. As you are trying to make a huge impact, make a difference, as you are trying to show up as your best self, as the woman that God is calling you to be, self-criticism can greatly hinder that. And I'm sure that you know from firsthand experience, I definitely know from firsthand experience, if we are stuck in this space of being really critical of ourselves, of let's say a mistake made or something that we feel we could have done better, not handling a situation very well, maybe you're struggling with some mom guilt or guilt taking care of yourself, whatever that looks like, those critical thoughts, if we allow them to stay in our mind and to really take up that space in our mind and in our heart will really hinder us from taking the steps that we need to be taking to be making the impact that we are here to make. And a huge part of that, and I have found this in my own life, is not only is it having you show up differently when you're caught up in that space of self-criticism, right? You're taking different action. You're either taking less action or less impactful or less productive action. And simultaneously, where is your heart focused? Where are your thoughts focused? They're focused instead of being on your calling, instead of being on the work that you're here to do, Instead of being on your faith and your relationship with Christ, like instead of being on these promises that are on your life, instead of being on those things, your focus is on what we're doing wrong, what we should be doing better, where we messed up. And that's not how it's intended to be. And really it's not effective and it's not productive. It's not joyful. And that's really what we're here to do. We're here to make an impact, to have a relationship with Christ, right? As, and just really, really coming from that space of feeling fed and nourished and connected and really with keeping our eyes on him and on the promises and less on where we feel like we're falling short and less on what we could have done better. So that's why this is so, so important, especially as someone who is trying to make a difference, especially as someone who is trying to build a business, learning to be more self-compassionate is going to be huge for you, huge for you. And if you haven't already listened to episode 50, definitely head back, listen to that one. Cause that one's really giving you the nuts and bolts of what self-compassion is, especially re- related to Dr. Kristen Neff and Dr. Christopher Germer, just my, my studies and what I've been learning with them. So definitely check out episode 50 if you haven't already. And if you want to dig more in to what it actually is, what it looks like, but let's go ahead and get started with these five quick ways to start being more self-compassionate. So number one, 
Number one is to start being a mindful observer of your thoughts and your feelings. And really this comes back to being self-aware. So if we are not aware of these judgmental thoughts, how are we ever going to be able to let them go or to shift our thinking? So really it's building that self-awareness and starting to notice. So first off, starting to notice the thoughts that you're having, how you're speaking to yourself. And I'm sure that you have already done a lot of mindset work, but as you know, this is a lifelong process. And so often a lot of the work that we do mindset wise in our business is related specifically to business. I'm so sorry, my neighbor's dog. I don't know if you can hear him, but... So with that, I think a lot of the mindset work that we do is related to our business. And so we're kind of relearning how to notice our self-talk, especially when it's related to criticism. So number one, become a mindful observer of your thoughts. And not only are we starting to notice, but what it means to be a mindful observer, and I've talked about this analogy before, is this idea of if your thoughts... If your thoughts are a stream that is moving, are you in the canoe on the stream going wherever they take you or are you on the shore sitting and observing the stream go by? Those are two very different experiences. So I would really, really encourage you to start practicing that. Start noticing, right? Start noticing Oh, these are the thoughts that I'm having. Okay, rather than allowing yourself to get swept away in it. And that is a huge shift in itself. Number two would be to set the intention. Set the intention to start practicing self-compassion, to start practicing self-kindness. Because this may be something that you've heard about or maybe something that you're intrigued in, but until we really get intentional and commit, and say, this is something that is really important to me. We're not going to take the action, the consistent action, to really create the change. So set the intention. If this is something that you're genuine, genuinely feeling called to work on and to improve, set an intention about it. Especially as we're starting the new year. This is a great time to set an intention. I'm going to be more, I'm going to be gentler with myself. I'm going to be more kind to myself. Set the intention. Number three would be to tune in to your values. Anyone who has worked with me or anyone who's been around for a while knows that I'm so huge on values. That's like one of the first things that we do in my one-on-one coaching is looking at what are your values. So much of the tension, so much of the misalignment, so much of the stress, the overwhelm, the frustration, all of those things come when we are living in a way that is not aligned with your values. And you may think that you're living in a way that is aligned with your values, but you may actually be living in a way that's aligned with what you see online or what you feel like you need to be doing, what you feel like you need to be accomplishing. And that's been a topic that's been coming up a lot, looking at what does success mean to you? What are your values? What is genuinely important to you? It's going to be different for everyone. And so I want you to take the time, tune into your values. If you need help with this, send me an email and I will definitely support you with that. That's something that we work on in my coaching. Tune into your values and ask yourself, how does self-compassion align 
with me living out my values. Because what we want to do is as you're setting an intention, as you are creating an action plan, right? To create this positive change in your life, you need to know and see that it is aligned with your values or else you're not going to commit to it. So tuning into your values, what is most important to me in this season? And you can do this quarter, you can do this year. This year I'm doing 90 day. I'm starting with a 90 day plans and I'm really liking that so far. So what are my values for this quarter? And then how does self-compassion align with those values? Why do I need to be self-compassionate to live out these values How can I live these values out more if I am kinder to myself? So journal these out, tag this time, and definitely journal this out. So, so huge. The value work is so important and fundamental to these positive changes. Number four, create statements ahead of time so you are prepared. So what this would look like is, Most of us have a couple of core, core statements that come up, right? So a couple of core limiting thoughts that come up for us. So it's not like we all have 5 million different things that come up. Typically, if you look at it, there will be patterns of what comes up for you. And so what I want you to do is get really intentional and create a couple of statements ahead of time of how you can respond to yourself in that moment when you are being self-critical. So a couple of things to think about. What would I want my daughter, my sister, my best friend to tell herself in this moment? What would I tell my daughter, best friend, sister in this moment? What would I tell her if she was going through this? What do I need to be reminded of in these moments? What do I need to hear when I'm in that place of being really self-critical? So write out these statements, write them out on a post-it, on a couple of post-its, post them somewhere where you're going to see them often. Um, I created some phone wallpaper affirmations, and I will drop that link down in the show notes if you're interested in that. It's so helpful to have these where you can see them, because what happens is When you are in that self-criticism rabbit hole, that is not the time when you're going to be able to say, yes, what I really need to hear is you're not going to be able to create statements like that. It's going to be so, so difficult. So that's why when we're in a place of feeling really regulated in a place of feeling really calm and grounded, we create the statements so that when we're in that place of being in the rabbit hole, you have them already They're ready. You already know what you're going to do, how you're going to speak to yourself, how you're going to respond to yourself in that moment. So that's number four. Number five. Number five is a really big one. I'm almost thinking I need to do a whole separate episode on it, but I'm going to give you the nuggets right now. And then I may turn this into a freebie actually, because this is going to be so huge when you write this out. So number five is to really reflect on self-criticism, right? So imagine, I want you to visualize yourself in that moment of being really self-critical. What are the actions that you take from that space? So typically something will happen, right? And this is kind of a, this is a, 
rational emotive behavioral therapy technique that I love and I think is super, super powerful. So you look at, there's an event that happens. So whatever that was, someone says, you know, you should have done this differently or better, or you miss an appointment or, you know, whatever that looks like for you. The event happens. And then next we have, what are the beliefs and the thoughts that come up? What are the beliefs and the thoughts that then come up? And then you have a response. You take an action of some kind. So what I'd love for you to do, and I'm definitely going to turn this into a freebie because it'll be easier for you to draw out. Sorry, I just hit my mic because I got so excited. So (laughs) what you're going to do is definitely head down to the show notes. Just grab the freebie. It'll be much easier for for you to use. But what I want you to do is to really notice When I'm being really self-critical, what are the thoughts that I'm having? And then what type of choices or actions am I taking? And this could be in your business. This could be in your personal life. Like if someone says something to you that really upsets you, and then you have all these self-critical thoughts and you go into this self-critical thought spiral, and then the consequence is maybe you say something really hurtful back. Versus then we want to look at What would happen? You have the same event that happens, but then you're compassionate with yourself. You notice it, you name it. You're like, wow, I'm wanting to be really critical on myself right now. I'm being really critical. And then... Think about what type of action am I likely to take from this place? What type of action am I likely to take from this place versus that space of being really self-critical? What does that look like? So what you're doing for number five is really noticing what are the actions that you're likely to take if you are in the self-criticism rabbit hole versus if you're able to move into a more compassionate space and really just building that awareness of, oh, okay, I can take different actions if I respond differently. And then you are able to intentionally make that choice to respond in a more compassionate way. So I hope that these were helpful. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me. Uh, The link is down in the show notes to email me, or you can send me a DM over on Instagram. If you want to dive even deeper into this, definitely head down to the show notes and send me an email. I have been creating a very intentional, very specific curriculum specifically related to self-criticism. So it's four weeks, 
full of mindset and emotional wellness tools to really help you move from being self-critical to more self-compassionate. So if this is interesting you, definitely head down, send me an email. I will be actually starting this in February, but if you want to save your spot, just head down to the show notes, send me an email about it. We can chat. And if it feels like a right fit, you can definitely just save your spot. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you headed down and left a rating and a review or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram and make sure to tag me. Thank you so much for being here, for spending your time with me, and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.